Greetings and salutations, everyone. This is your boy, Darius D, here with a suave experience. And today, I got another special guest, and he's going to introduce himself. But before we get into the matter at hand, here's what we're going to do. I need you guys to subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast platform you so choose to use. It could be Spotify, Apple, iTunes, all that stuff, all that jazz. Just follow me. Make sure you leave a good review. We want five stars only. We don't do four stars or anything under relief. We need five stars. And also follow me on all social media platforms. Underscore DD the Swab Kid. Now, the man, the myth, the legend, David. And we just met today actually in person, but we've been talking on DM for a while to finalize this whole interview and i'm so excited david go ahead explain to the viewers who you are and what you do darius first of all thank you for having me on the show this is my first ever podcast i'm really i was really nervous but uh you know you explained everything so we're cool uh yeah my name is david and i basically run the operations for vintage depot Mm -hmm. Uh, it's a family business and we've been around for about 20 years and um, I actually joined uh, as a full-time member six years ago. Wow. And before that, I was doing my own thing, going to school, things like that. So, yeah, now I'm here just doing everything I can to help the business. Okay. So when did this business really pick up in the last few years? When did you see it start to move forward? Yeah, that's a good question. I think that the secondhand clothing industry has been around for decades mm-hmm. um it's always been there i think in the last three to four years because of how the bad or because of how the economy was going mm-hmm. i think more people were going towards the secondhand clothing industry yeah because there's a few reasons why one is the cost it's pretty cheap to buy secondhand clothing yeah. versus going to the mall um and second thing is of how unique these pieces are um they're mostly like one of ones yeah um so they just want to stand out and express their fashion through thrifting okay so for thrifting now for those who don't really know what thrifting is i know i'm kind of aware like the shirt i have on it was thrifted but for those who are unaware with this um phenomenon i would say uh how would you explain it to them Thrifting, I think thrifting is just thrifting. It means um, they just go to a secondhand clothing store, mm-hmm. whether it be a, you know, for example, uh, Valley Village. That's a big company. They sell used clothing. Yeah. And smaller moms and pop shop, like vintage, small niche sort of uh, vintage clothing shops. They just go around, just browse and just, I guess... I don't know, just thrifting. I just thrifting. Yeah. Uh, there's no other way to really to, to explain. It. I know, yeah. it, was, it was kind of a weird yeah. way to say it, but I know some people have questions, right? There's there, there was probably a better definition of thrifting. Yeah, uh, you, can, you guys can just Google that. Yeah, use your Google, man. Yeah, use your right. Google. Google for everything. I use Google for everything. <laughs> Facts, man. I feel like I turn into like, my brain has been dumbed down so much. <laughs> uh, like the other day, yeah. I was uh, using Google Maps. Yeah for directions and i was like in my neighborhood i'm like i just blanked <laughs> out because i've just been relying on google for the longest time yeah, yeah. it's so efficient though like it even is even with basic things like even measurements and stuff to convert 100%. like we don't even really have it in our minds 100 like and also uh the the siri or google voice say yeah. siri take me home that's all you gotta do exactly 
I know. Like, do you feel, speaking of uh, technology, do you think that technology has helped out your business or hindered it in a sense? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't think that there's any cons uh, with social media slash technology. Um, the only thing is I really am careful about what I put out uh, mm -hmm. onto the online space. Yeah. Uh, because first it's, it's a professional brand, um, yeah. you know, and then, uh, but for the most part, I think that it has helped, especially, you know, utilizing, uh, platforms like Instagram. Um, just, I feel like there's a ton of, um, leverage, a sort of, um, very beneficial yeah. for our business. Very beneficial. Yeah. Very, very. All right. So, so the people that are listening to you right now, they always have questions going on. So I'll ask them, I'll ask you a question just so that they get to know you and what you, what you're into and what you like. So who is one of the people that inspires you regarding fashion? Aside from fashion? Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a gentleman named Gary Vaynerchuk. Ah, uh, that's my guy. That's your guy too. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know Gary Vaynerchuk, um, you can find him on Instagram, uh, hash the, the at sign Gary mm -hmm. V E E. Yeah. Um, so basically he's a, uh, uh entrepreneur, mm -hmm. uh, slash marketing, uh, guru. Yeah. And he really gives out a lot of free content, free information regarding on how to uh, promote your business and also in your personal life, how to improve yourself as people so that you can help those around you. And I really look up to him. He's like my second dad. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, like, it's almost like, honestly, brings, like, tears because, like, yeah. there's, like, people like him, like, mm -hmm. I'm so grateful, and you guys should really check him out. Yeah, definitely check him out. Even if you're not into entrepreneurship, I think he has so much of a value to help you achieve the goals that you want to achieve. 100%, yeah, you're right. Like, it doesn't have to be business. Like, uh, when you first listen, you know, start listening to him, you'll find that you're overwhelmed with a lot of these different strategies and tactics yeah. but if you actually listen to him for a long time he talks about empathy he talks mm -hmm. about uh just being grateful of your life and your yeah, surroundings yeah so. yeah that's very dope man like, yeah. if you appreciate i appreciate him because it, he just gives a new perspective like yes he'll teach you how to work hard and all that stuff but at the end of the day for him is whether you're happy or not 100 exactly. that's a huge thing yeah i forgot to mention that but right, he, he's he's really big on happiness and one thing that i always will remember he once talked about if you're doing something you love and you make 30k a year mm -hmm. you just one life you don't wow. have to you don't have to make 100k on wall street or sorry in toronto bay street and be miserable driving a couple hours every day um <laughs> and that's what i take away from you know gary v yeah, that's dope. Be happy You'll be happy. Like, yo, just don't be, worry. Happy, yeah. happy, right? Yeah. It's very cliche. Yeah, But, but uh, once you feel it, you'll know exactly, exactly. what he's talking about. <clears throat> and it's hard because there are a lot of pressures that come about. And you did mention that it was a family business, right? Like, it is a family business, which kind of helps you uh, in a sense because you also like, love this industry and everything like that. <laughs> so what would you suggest to a person who would like to get into this business, who would like to try these different things in the vintage wear? I think that's great. I mean, if someone uh, approaches me and asks me for advice, uh, I would say do it. Um, but 
um, it's not easy at the same time. Yeah. And when I say, like, when I tell them do it, uh, I come from a, an angle where it's good for the environment to True. buy and resell used clothing. Mm -hmm. uh, and when I say it's hard, there's already so many people doing it. Um, it, it just it comes down to uh, merchandise. And mm -hmm. because there's a lot of people doing it and the industry is very diluted, uh, it's hard to find good stuff unless yeah. you're the OG in the game. And yeah, I'm talking true. 20 years ago, actually. Wow. Yeah, so. That's a big deal, man. So, yeah, because I remember you saying that this always has been a thing, but it just recently started to pick up. I noticed that there's a lot of con content creators that are getting into this space. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with a lot of YouTubers. There's this girl named Best Dress. And she's on she's on YouTube and she has around two million and she like watch her well, videos because her videos are actually sick. Yeah. She breaks it down in depth how to get certain things. That's amazing. Um would you say that um or who would be your inspiration for fashion in general? Like, fashion in general. Um okay, I'm gonna be honest. Like I I'm a pure capitalist. Okay. Okay. So, uh, like, you know, well, Darius is looking at me, but you know, he sees my outfit. It's nothing like yeah. flash or anything cool. Yeah. Um, I'm more, so I'm more on, on a side where when I have these cool pieces yeah. and I see the joy and people that are buying the pieces from me, yeah. I think that's where I get my joy from. Ah. Um, Okay, okay, yeah, okay, so okay. pure capitalist. Oh, pure I capitalist. just love money more than, more <laughs> than clothes. Like, listen, I have like three t-shirts yeah. in my closet, two jackets, yeah. and like two pairs of jeans. So you're minimalist. minimalist. I'm a minimalist. minimalist. Yeah. Okay, okay. So yeah, are there any brands that you look for? Um, to look for in terms of like to sell or to for myself? Uh, we'll start with yourself and then you can go to, to sell. Yeah, so, so basically... Uh, fashion being very subjective mm -hmm. um, we try to look for things that are pretty much clean and nothing that's very specific so for okay. example um, like I don't know what's a good example but uh, I come across a piece that says Saint Xavier University yeah. basketball team yeah uh, more it's not going to really sell in Toronto uh-huh. So I try to stay away from that for but for the most part I um just keep things very look out for clean pieces, no holes, no stains. Yeah. Um and then your second question, my own yeah. uh, lookout for clothing. <laughs> I usually like Harley Davidson and uh, NASCAR because NASCAR is a lot sick. of yes, that's the big graphic. It's <laughs> loud. I love it. It's loud, yeah. Um but you'd be surprised like most of those pieces are XL and up yeah. because a lot of the back, back, you know, in the states when yeah. they're watching the whoever's watching the NASCAR, yeah, they're all big, like yeah, they're Daytona all, they're 500 all munching on their fries <laughs> and burgers, just chucking back beers exactly. and stuff. So I love it. Dude. I like baggy. You like baggy? Speaking of baggy, is a great. Um, I like how you brought that up. Do you find that nowadays that people are going away from the skinny tapered look and going towards the baggy look? Um, personally, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think, like I said, uh, you know, uh, fashion is very subjective. So true, 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 whatever true. makes them comfortable, man. Yeah. Like, like when I see someone that's killing it with some skinny fit, yeah. they look good. They're like trotting down the street with their 
shoulder back they're confident i'm like dude that looks great on you man and then oh, okay. at the same time a, a guy that has baggy fit be like oh that's cool too man it's mm -hmm. how you pull it off really very uh, very subjective it's true because i know like our generation we talk about having drip and like 10 years ago we talked about swag i don't know if people still use that word but i know that some people you use drip a lot yeah and i like how you said it's about how they wear it not necessarily what you have on exactly so so like a good example would be when i go um, um i guess sourcing for clothes for a company yeah when i pick up a piece i never look at the brand first what i do is when i pick it up i just see the whole thing and i envision how that will fit on me so so that's just me right but there's like you said there's people that are talking about this drip this <laughs> they're using these hype beasts yeah, right hype beast they're just looking for those name brand like babe yeah. or and so which true. is fine yeah, to each true. their own yes yeah, right true. if it's they're true. happy in them yeah and kudos to them right yeah yeah so as gary would say mazel top right? mazel top be happy <laughs> i'd be happy yeah. so you mentioned nascar right I've started to look into getting NASCAR jackets, but I could never find it my in my size. Would you suggest me to keep looking or to like eBay? eBay, okay. eBay. I say eBay because eBay is probably the top three marketplaces online okay. where there's millions of users that put their uh, merchandise up for sale. Yeah. And you'll have better... Um, you, you'll have a better um, um, chance of finding it. Uh -huh. Sorry, just someone just came in. <laughs> it's okay, bro. It's okay. It Unplanned. It happens. Yeah. Right? It's a fluid podcast. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So what are the other uh, online platforms would you suggest to the viewers? Awesome. So if you're if you're either selling or buying, I suggest eBay. Uh, Etsy is a really good place. Okay. Uh, Etsy, I love especially because um, there's a lot of handmade goods on Etsy. Oh, okay. uh, it actually promotes people to sell uh, rework pieces. Okay. So if you're looking for something sick that was customized, yeah, go on Etsy. And then you have um, uh, websites like Grailed, Depop. Those are more for streetwear slash hypebeast item. Yeah. Uh, so I would recommend those. Yeah. Hey, Depop. Yeah. And... Um, you mentioned reworking and yo, shout out Earl. In the shout back. out Earl. He's in the back. Can you say hi? Thing. Can you hear? Can you hear? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, but Earl's there. Yeah, Earl's he's, in the he's room. In the, he's, he's in the house. house. He's in the house. He's yeah. doing his thing. And you mentioned about reworking. So I know that's you, you were suggesting that it's going to be a, more of a phenomenon going on in the future. Uh, so what made you guys start to take on that mold? Yeah, so there's a couple things. Um, I think the biggest one was uh, when I uh, look for merchandise, I come across a lot of damaged pieces. Yeah. And usually what I would do is just throw them away. And I would always wonder, where would these go? And most of them, unfortunately, uh, end up in the landfill, mm -hmm. which most of these uh, fabrics, they don't decompose. Yeah. So they're there for millions of years. So I looked at that and said, hey, why not if we can salvage and give these a second chance of life, right? And while being really creative and mm -hmm. bringing more smiles to consumers. And actually, just a, a little sidetrack there, yeah. uh, just to promote this business, okay. we're actually giving proceeds, uh, part of the proceeds to other um, uh, nonprofit organizations okay. who are in the sustainability um, sector. 
So we're trying to do that as well, actually. Okay. I didn't even know that. (laughs) You learn something new every day. So what prompted you to do, like, to give back to the community? So Sorry, sorry. Uh, What prompted you to give back to the community? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that, like, as long as, like, my operation, we can, you know, have it afloat and, you know, moving. Um, Listen, I'm not trying to get in the Lambo. It'll be nice. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) But, like, that doesn't really come to my mind. So I'm thinking, why should I just aim for the most margin? Where yeah. I can sort of work with the, uh, a bit of margin to put it back into the business mm-hmm. while helping other organizations. For example, uh, tree planting organization. Okay. Right? They're in the sustainability uh, sector. Yeah. Right? We're in the rework of fabric, textile. Yeah. So in the end, we're all, uh, we all have the same goal, right? True. Which is sustainability. Exactly. Right? Save the earth. Save the planet. Our, our planet. Exactly. All right. So... Continuing on, what we're gonna do this game called? Uh, I love games. Yeah, I know, man. Gotta have the games so as the long people... as it's not mathematical. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that. I'm not in the math mood today. Uh, no. All right, so we'll do this little game where I have all the special guests on the show. We're gonna do two games. One's called One Gotta Go. That's usually to the end, and I'll explain it during the break. And then the one that we're gonna do right now is like either or. So. I'll give you two options, and then you pick one of the two options. Yeah. Just okay. so the people can understand where sure. you are. So we got Nike and Adidas. Which one would you pick? Checks over stripes. Oh Nike. my god! <laughs> Check over stripe. Okay, Harley over Harley versus NASCAR. Harley. Harley. That was easy. That was easy. Oh, wait, why Harley though? Um, just I don't know. My subconscious brain, part of the brain is like, pick Harley, pick Harley. Harley. I don't have a solid reason. Um, it's just how you just prefer it? Yeah. I think, like I mentioned before, I have three t-shirts. Two of them are Harley. So it, it wins over the NASCAR. Okay, okay. Streetwear over a designer? I would say streetwear. Mm. Streetwear. Do you want more context or is it just no, a No, I'm just thinking fire? because like <laughs> I know a lot of people like designer and a lot of people like streetwear. Of course. And now that they're actually congruing, I guess, in a sense. Right. Because I know you're familiar with the Christian Dior collab with Je- um, Air Jordan, I believe. Yeah. That's coming oh, that's out. Oh, that's a sick shoe. 2000 What though. is 2000 That's not bad. <laughs> yeah, that's What's not bad. the resale price? Oh, 30, man. 40 grand? Yeah. Oh, man. Like, you better line up right now. <laughs> what is it dropping? <laughs> oh, I think it's co- coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah? Okay. Earl, you want to set up a tent? Yeah, yeah, like that's crazy. Yorkdale. Yorkdale. Oh, come on! You told everyone now. We have competition. Don't worry. Some of them won't even go. Yeah, that's true. Well, okay. Here's here's another one. Chick Fil A or Popeyes? Ooh, I've never tried Chick Fil A. Listen, I don't like. I don't know why people line up for it. Yeah, Look, I'm line up. Right, for it. like yeah. I'll like I'll wait a few years. Yeah, and when there's absolutely no line, I'll go. Yeah, because they have tuna, right? They have one on the I don't even know, bro. Do they have they, tuna? Yeah, they have one at Yorkdale now. The Wait, York- Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. But they sell tuna. Interesting. Yeah. So, no, no, no. no. Like, they have two locations. Oh, tuna. <laughs> no, no, tuna. I tuna. I'm like, how does that go? No, 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 no. Okay, no, no, that's no, interesting. Good, don't worry. So, My like, apologies. Yeah, so they have, um, they have two. No, they have one in. um, They have one on Blur, the first one that opened. Yeah. And then they have one on. 
I think at Yorkdale now. Oh, do they? Yeah. Yorkdale's probably closest to us. Yeah. So I don't know how busy that one would be though. Yeah. But did you try? Yeah, I had I've been going to Chick-fil-A since I was 10, bro. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wait. yeah. Oh, in the States. In the States, yeah. When it was in the States, I tried it by fluke one time just to see what it was. Yeah. It's the best yeah, thing that ever happened life. to me. It changed yeah. my life, man. I like my Popeyes though. Popeyes. I actually just had Popeyes uh, for lunch. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, so good. It shows you your lion's are. Yeah. Because yeah, it's down the street, right? It's right there, yeah. yeah it's okay. like right across. Okay, so we'll do one more. I don't know what sports that you're into, but basketball or football? Uh, basketball. Okay. Yeah. I but played basketball all my life. Yeah. Did you watch football a little bit or not too much? Only in the Super Bowl weekend. Okay. So how do yeah. you how do you like the Super Bowl this weekend? I I was there for three hours. Yeah. I probably watched for like thirty minutes. So I was Jeez. just like drinking beer because yeah. it's so like football. There's a lot of a um, lot of pauses. Yeah. Which I don't like. Okay. Um, just seeing the major plays. And I think uh, for this year, for the most part, like mm-hmm. someone was leading for a while. Yeah. And then there was a few play where it was like turn around. Turn around. Yeah. So it was pretty good. It was a good game, eh? So yeah. you're, you're more or less, you like the transitional or transition list type of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, like I said, I played basketball all my life. Yeah. I just like the sport. You like, like the sport. And it's fast paced. So, yeah. Everything that has to do with basketball, yeah. I love. Yeah. Football is slower paced. I'm a football guy. Oh, you're a football guy. Okay. Like, that's what I played in high school okay. and stuff. But I played basketball before I played football. So like oh, for me, okay. it's like I enjoy playing football more. I see. I enjoy watching basketball more. I know it's your show, but yeah. why, like why football over basketball okay so football it was weird because basketball i was always a basketball fan mm-hmm. and i grew up in a football family right Got it. so i was always prompted to play football by my cousins and yeah, stuff yeah. but my parents always liked me to play basketball because it's easier on the body yes. per se so when i played football in high school shout out to my boy lucas who actually encouraged me to play like okay, he was cool. the final shout nail. Out lucas <laughs> like, he actually helped me out to like to play you need some friends like that always, exactly right? he like, pushed me to just yeah. to try it and then ever ever since i put that helmet and shoulder pads on i never yeah. look back you look you look really like you're like a man you <laughs> yeah, know uh, when you put it on <laughs> man child I, I actually <laughs> played one season in high school yeah and I, same with you i put it all, everything on it's like oh, you feel like cool. you feel like a grown yeah. man like yeah, yeah of yeah. course and like you have the team feel too yeah, it's true. yeah i think with football also what i did like is more of a team sport because you have to rely on somebody 100 percent. like basketball you can just go in and Drop 40. Like Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant. Kobe oh, Bryant. Rest in Kobe, peace. Rest in peace. Like, that was hard. Oh, speaking of which, how did you react to that when that happened? <sighs> I just got goosebumps, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, mean, I just did. Yeah, yeah. Wow, Kobe Bryant. Uh, I was walking my dog. Yeah. Um, and I check my phone like every second. I'm like a technology guy. Yeah. I look up to one of my meme pages that I follow mm-hmm. and it says Kobe Bryant killed in plane crash. For, I'm like, this meme page is going to get boycotted yeah, so hard. Like, hard. You yeah. don't fucking... You, you don't mess oh, with sorry, that. Sorry, excuse the yeah, language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll um, edit it out. <laughs> um, you don't mess with news like that. Yeah. And then I had a really weird feeling. Like, okay, I thought of it. This meme page has a lot of following. I don't think they're going to, like, bring out fake news. Yeah. I go on Google, type in Kobe Bryant's death. I was just... Um, dumbfounded? Just or? dumbfounded. Like, yeah. I was like... I. I like I was just like in the moment where yeah. like frozen, everything's frozen because like Kobe Bryant is like a person that I thought he would never die. Yeah. Right. Like bulletproof, like that divine. Really <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So I took it pretty like very, it was, it was a sad moment for sure. Mm-hmm. I grew up watching him 
uh, throwing stuff in the basket. Kobe, Kobe, yeah, all day, every <laughs> right, day. all day. So, uh, was he one of your favorites or your favorite? Period? He was probably one of my favorites. I I really like Carmelo. Like he's Jeez, he uh, yeah. There's his career is very interesting, yeah. but I just liked his swag, I guess. But yeah, yeah. Kobe was one of the top five. Yeah, and yeah. if yeah, Carmelo what is your favorite player, then you would have a lot of chemistry with Kobe because he was one of his um rivals when they played. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, because when they played in the playoffs, it was usually Carmelo guarding Kobe, Kobe on Carmelo type of thing. That makes so, sense. like, he was Kobe said that he was one of uh his top competitors aside from Dwayne Wade. LeBron and Allen Iverson. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. So like, he hold he held Carmelo to a high regard. Yeah, too. Carmelo is a really uh, fierce competitor. You think he still has it left, or you think this is it after Portland? That's a really, really good question. Um, in in any sports, you can't really predict because there has been. I can't really reference any player right now from the top of my head, mm-hmm. but there's been players who are playing well a couple of years, fell off, and then came back strong. So it, it's a really hit or miss. I, I obviously, as a fan, I would root for him to, yeah. uh, you know, prolong his career. But you just never know. He's playing pretty good, though. Yeah, he's yeah. playing pretty. Pretty good basketball. Yeah. So actually, since we're talking about basketball and it has a lot to do with vintage wear, because I'm gonna segue into it. So, what is one of your favorite teams' vintage wear? Because I know they're doing a lot of throwbacks in the NBA today with yeah. jerseys and um stuff like that. So, yeah. which one would you prefer? Uh, um, I think the the Blue Jays, anything Blue Jays, because like yeah. regardless of how they play, um, <laughs> just the logo is really nice. Yeah, like the old right? school one, right? Yeah, the. Uh, but before Blue Jays, uh, I really liked the Chicago Bulls. Just okay. the Bulls head on any sort of starter jacket or any other vintage sportswear. Okay. It just looks really nice. So would you rather wear starter brand clothes or Mitchell and Ness? Um, you know the thing? I can't really answer that yeah. because I I would be just picking just to pick because uh, I don't personally wear that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did, you did mention that. Yeah. I, I'm not really uh, – listen, like one day you'll have a video interview yeah. with me. Yeah. I'll show you my closet, okay? There's right. really nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's minuscule. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we talked about basketball. We talked about starter brand and all that stuff. Now – with the Raptors logo, okay, it's changed through the years. I don't, are you a Raptors guy or? I am a huge right, Raptors right. guy. You're a true fan. I am not. I am a I, LeBron guy. LeBron, okay. <laughs> through and through. Uh, but when it comes to the Raptors logo, should do you think they should leave it as is, like the new one that they have now, or go back to the old school one? I I like the old school one. Okay. Just a dino, the, yeah. the old school one. I really love that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they keep changing it. Like I don't know why either. Yeah, just leave it. Leave it as leave it is. It. I mean, for me personally, I like... The, the new one's cool. Like, it's cool. Like, for the new kids on of the course. block, it's cool. But, like, the old school one, when Vince was playing... Oh, it's classic. Classic. Because I grew up with the, the Carter era. Okay. With Mo Peach, uh, Junkyard Dog. So, you're that's why I know you're a real fan. Yeah. Because you I, just said Mo Peterson. That's how I know you're JYP, Junkyard, or JYD. <laughs> yeah, JYD. JYD. <laughs> Antonio Davis. Yeah. My, my man. That's your guy? No, no. Like, he was one of, like, he was a powerhouse. Like, yeah, yeah. our center. He was your, he was yeah. your piece, yeah. Man, I wish they uh, went a little further. My childhood yeah, was... Yeah, it, it was probably hard. Alan Everson broke your guys. It was hard, man. That was hard. It was a good series, because I went back and rewatched it. 
Yeah, it I was, was. Dude, I'm born in 98, so I was like three years old. So it I, was, but as a kid, you're yeah. not analyzing it from like, oh, it was a good game. It was a yeah. good competition. As a kid, if we lost, we lost. Like, we're, we're crap. Like, yeah. You know, so. Yeah, so but, what do you think about um, Kawhi bringing you guys to the finals and getting revenge on Philly after what they did so many years ago? Oh, okay. I'm gonna. This is gonna be controversial, <laughs> unpopular opinion. Okay. That I think that we might not have won the championship. Yeah. But I feel like we could have gone to semifinals without Kawhi. Okay. Uh, because with Kawhi, we already had a really good chemistry as that a whole is team, very true. and because uh, Pascal uh, and Van Vliet, they were they're young, but they mm. bring some experience to the team, yeah. and they were sort of the leader. But because Kawhi was in there, they couldn't really blossom. Yeah. And as you can see this season, yeah. uh, Pascal is unbelievable. He's, he's an all-star. Doing, he's an all-star. Both of them. Him yeah. and Larry, right? Is tonight the game? or oh, that's Tonight's a dunk contest. Oh, dunk Oh, that's going to be fun. That's going to be crazy. You're watching. Dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, as soon as I'm doing this, yeah. I'm booking home. Let's wrap it up right now. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we're going to take a quick break. Quick break. I like and that. And then we'll cut back we'll, into we'll it. We'll come back. We'll come back. We'll come back to it. This All is right. a swap experience. With my boy David here, and we'll be back momentarily. Perfect. Okay. All right, guys, we're back here with David. We're back. We're talking all about vintage wear. Now, you know who the owner of Off White is, right? Like Virgil. Virgil. Yeah. So he made a statement a few weeks ago saying that streetwear will die and then vintage wear will take over. Now, to me, I. Like, he's such a high figure. Like, I know he does stuff with Louis Vuitton now, and he does stuff with Nike, and he makes good pieces with his own brand. But what do you think about that statement? Do you think it's true? Like, I don't really know what to say about it, per se. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the streetwear will die, yeah. but I do know that the vintage is uh, just, it keeps on, you know, building its um, momentum. Okay. Yeah, so I can't really comment on that. Uh, but like you said, he's yeah. a high figure in the fashion industry. Yeah. So what he says or what he said might have some effect. Some effect. Um, but it's you can't really tell the future, right? That's you the can, thing. Yeah. Like, I don't, for me personally, I, I get where he's coming from because technically he's right in a sense that the streetwear that we grew up on will become vintage to somebody else. But to say that it would be completely wiped out as a movement, I can't. That's too much. I don't know that. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like, yeah. It's, it, that, I think that's a very, um, uh, very black and white statement. True. Yeah. There's like we true. said, like fashion is subjective. It's very subjective. If someone wants to rock streetwear all their life, yeah. they will, right? That's true. Like there's actually a lot of people who do that, come to think about it, that you brought into my mind. So regarding this whole vintage movement, I think it's more than a movement, but I can't put the words in to just fully describe it. But when it comes to vintage wear, who do you see, at which demographic do you see coming into the store to purchase items? So there's two type of vintage. There's what's called true vintage okay, and sort of like streetwear slash vintage with oh, brands okay. like Harley and um, yeah. NASCAR. Mm -hmm. uh, I see a lot of customers that are, uh, don't quote me on this, but anywhere from late 20s to plus, they'll look for more like, say, vintage Levi's jean jacket or Lee denim pants. Okay. And, and anyone that's below the, the late 20s, they're yeah. more prone to look at 
jacket, the starter jackets, sports jackets, wow. polo, Ralph Lauren, like yeah. vintage, things like that. Yeah. Vintage, all like that. All right. So with the demographic, that which would be you and my demographic, you mentioned polo and Tommy Hilfiger? Tommy Hilfiger's up yeah. there. Okay. It's dying up down a bit, but yeah, oh. Tommy. Um, Shoot, Fila. it is? Slightly. Slightly. Like there's, I actually, funny thing that we were talking about this, yeah. I ran a poll about a week ago mm-hmm. and I, I posted a picture of a to- sick Tommy piece Yeah, and I said, is Tommy dead? Yeah. And it came out to 53% no and then 47% yes. Whoa. So, so when I look at that Whoa. figure, that's a lot of people saying that it's dead. So that, uh, I don't see a lot of people rocking Tommy now. Dude. I still love Tommy, man. Tommy's a... Tommy's a staple brand, he's an right? Icon like, to me. He's, like he's for me, is like when you said that, it kind of gave me chills because like Tommy's my guy. Oh, he's like, your guy. That's my uh, your Tim, and then like Nautica. Yeah, I prefer them over Polo. That's okay. just that's just me. There you go. Opinion. Subjective. Subjective, yeah. But I didn't even know that at all. That yeah, people were falling away from Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah. So like we were talking uh, before the break. Uh, like for me at least like when i pick up a piece whether it's nautica or polo yeah if i see that there's extra pockets that i like or uh, the logos a certain place and i like that i'll just rock it i don't care much about the the logo or brand yeah so i think that goes for a lot of people too Mm -hmm. right Okay. Yeah. So, dude. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. I didn't even know that. Like, I'm actually dumbfounded right now. Yeah. I yeah. did not know. Hey, that. hey, keep rocking, Tommy. Of Do course, you, brother. Do I'm, you. I'm gonna be doing that exactly. for sure. For sure. For sure. I'll definitely cop pieces from you guys if you have. Awesome. Any. Yeah. Extra large, actually. Okay, I'll keep a. Hear that real? Oh, extra large. Right. Look out, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, summer's around the corner. Right? <laughs> that's true. All right. So, continuing on, what? Which influencer do you think has a hold or that you see has a hold on this whole vintage uh, phenomenon? That's a good question. Yeah. That question kind of goes what we we talked about before mm-hmm. uh, when you talked about the Virgil saying the streetwear is dead. I honestly think the trend is solely based on influence. Okay. So um, recently, actually, a lot of kids I noticed are buying Nike pieces. And if you look at why that is, okay. look at one of the biggest artists now, Travis Scott and Drake. Uh, and in one of the songs, recent songs, yeah. it goes checks over stripes. Yeah. So when kids hear that music and are influenced by those artists, yeah. they're more prone to go towards what they wear. Okay. Right? Because, you know, like for me, when I love Carmelo, yeah. I always loved anything baby blue when he came to Jeez. Denver, right? So that had an influence on me of yeah. what I wear. That's true. So I think that goes for everyone else. Okay. I don't care what people say. Yeah. Yeah, I think Travis Scott recently, within the last three years, did it, like, took Nike to another level, in my opinion. Oh, man. Same with Virgil. Like, those guys kind of changed Nike because when Kanye left, a lot of people flocked to Adidas because he has, like, a huge fall. Of course. It's like... Borderline cult following. If oh, you think it. yeah. It's borderline. Oh, yeah. It's like this crazy. Book. It's crazy. Like whatever he says, whatever he does, his people will follow him, right? But I like how you mentioned how Travis Scott is trying to change the game with Nike because I know he's releasing a shoe this month. It's like a Nike SB. Yeah. And it's like a patchwork. So it has like Paisley um, print and different like materials on it. 
Yeah, which is that's crazy. a super smart move because yeah. the the like nowadays a lot of kids are sort of. Um, more tuned in with like skateboarding culture like cool true so then i guess that's why he launched it in the wow, sb point, yeah yeah because yeah. yeah bands is always been a big deal yeah i think a lot of brands sort of and artists sort of saw that the phenomenon that happened because yeah. everyone had the vans the stripe yeah like school. i had one too yeah, yeah i had maybe two pairs so like that has a lot of influence so brands look at that and like okay wait the skateboarding culture has a big influence why yeah. not we cater our brand and our style towards that yeah and i think that's what's happening i mean it's a good I think it's a good um strategy in my opinion. Very good. Because straight skateboarding culture is affecting me. I'm sure it affected you. And even in small ways. Like for me, I used to skateboard a little bit when I was a kid because I watched like um the Tony X Hawk. games and stuff and yeah, Tony, Tony Hawk. Hawk yeah. Like Tony Hawk's a big deal. Like even if you don't like skateboarding, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know who Tony Hawk is. Oh yeah. Like, you played you, the game. Like yeah, Pro Skater, right? Oh man. PlayStation two. I had it. PlayStation two. two. Yeah. Oh my god. Like Man. Oh, which video games do you play now if you have time for it um recently like i don't play video games now but the most recent is like first person shooter i like, okay. uh, like counter-strike oh counter-strike I, I the thing about call of duty i hate like the joystick right oh, okay i i'm a computer guy computer so guy. i'm more oh, better with the, the mouse mouse and stuff yeah my finger coordination is not there <laughs> I, wow. I can't like i thought you would play like 2k a little bit um I, I just don't have time. Like yeah, yeah, I'm not saying you know in a in a bad like yeah. kind of like, but I, I really don't have time. Like yeah. I work long hours and yeah. I go home and sleep. Yeah. But, but like you, but you're doing it for a good cause. Like, exactly. Sometimes yeah. you have to. It keeps me happy. Exactly, and you're happy doing it. You're willing to. I'm do really something. happy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm blessed. Yeah, that's exactly. I like how you're so grat. You feel with gratitude, and it's no, genuine. It's not like for show. You and can't. what comes from that is um my parents mm -hmm. they immigrated here uh yeah. um in the late 90s okay and i've seen them struggle yeah uh to get to this point mm -hmm. so just looking at that like i can't be sad or mad right yeah yeah so okay shout so, out to my parents where are your parents what do they what country south korea South Korea. yeah south born korea. and raised purebred it's purebred so yeah. would you like Cause I'm trying to go back. I'm trying to go there to visit. Cause okay. I've never and you should. Because my cousin went there. She said it was, <sighs> you guys are super friendly and so really friendly. Yeah. And uh, if you're a big foodie, yeah, it's a place to I go. Have, I oh, have yeah. a food page, bro. Every <laughs> every corner, yeah. uh, you turn. There's a restaurant to the point where there's too many restaurants. So there's a lot of businesses that pop up and fail. Okay. Because there's just so much density yeah, in the so restaurant resto business. Wow. Very saturated. Okay. And okay. and it's twenty four hours. So in Canada, okay, I'm, I'm dissing right now. In yeah. Canada, go ahead. Talk you want to <laughs> you want to eat something at one a.m. What do you got? Pizza, pizza. That's all you maybe have. Maybe McDonald's. Maybe McDonald's. Yeah. But the Uber Eats takes so long. I, I tried the <laughs> Uber <laughs> Eats and never again. I've, I've waited for one hour for medium fries, dude. Yo, because so I like, from where I work, I work like at a rec center, right? So sometimes I finish work at like midnight right i live in ajax bro nothing's open past like 11 30 <laughs> exactly it's so, trash so it's a struggle whereas yeah. korea it's literally 24 hours literally yeah damn 
So I'm definitely going to yeah, Korea. Yeah, go for it, man. For sure. Is there any um specific cities in South Korea that you would recommend to me and the viewers? Well, I mean, like Seoul being um, a capital city. Yeah. Um, Go there. And if you want to go, I, I would, if you can, go for a month. Because okay. a lot of people go visit for like a week or two. It's not enough. It's not enough. It's, it's not enough. Dude. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. And speaking of Korea, I know that Koreans are very influential people especially in the Asian community. So what do you think about like Koreans influence in fashion industry and with K-pop? I know like, bro, like there's tons of girls at my school that know BTS Watch and all that. BTS, yeah. And all that stuff. Like even when I worked at a bubble tea shop, like that's all they would play is like Korean music. All the Korean music. So yeah. why, why do you guys, why do you, do you think that Koreans are kind of influential in like fashion and music and stuff? <laughs> Um, I, I honestly can't really comment about the fashion because yeah. uh, it's a little different. Okay. If anything, they're actually, uh, we are rubbing off North American uh, fashion, which is being vintage. Yeah. I think we're kind of rubbing off on the Korean people. Okay. Um, it's, uh, I, I don't know too much about it to comment on that. Okay. Um, I don't even, I only found about BTS like a month ago really I, I don't follow man yeah, like, yeah, yeah. people always come up to me hey you're korean they get super excited yeah. they're like oh i'm watching this show what do you think i'm like okay I, uh, <laughs> no i'm no no offense. like i just After. grew up here yeah, so yeah. like i'm a i'm a canadian like i'm a yeah, canadian boy yeah, yeah. my blood is korean but i kind of i don't know much about the no culture much about like yeah. for me i can uh, agree with you because my background is jamaican right so oh, i can't dude. i know enough but i don't i don't know it in depth like do you I, know how to speak patois not really. I understand <laughs> it. Understand. I don't want to like that, say anything and yeah. then like them get offended yeah. about how trash my accent yeah. is. But I can understand it. Like, You're halfway there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I can understand them, but I wouldn't speak it because right. that's disrespectful. Like, and also, me. you're. It's not. You don't feel comfortable. It's not you. Yeah. You grew up. You were born here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's I grew up you. here, and my dad is from Jamaica, awesome. but he doesn't really speak it that much, anyways, because okay. he kind of he left there when he was seven, right? So. Oh. Like, oh yeah. Okay. He left pretty early. Yeah. But my other relatives, like my grandparents, some of them they speak it, and uh, cousins and whatnot. But for the most part, I don't do it. I don't even try. Yeah. Because like I just Man. let them do their thing. But I can understand what of they're course, saying. Yeah. I can understand. What you can saying. piece it together. Yeah, yeah. I like love it's, your food. it's to me, it's like a second language because I can understand it so well. Of course. It's just that I wouldn't speak it because I don't have like the right accent. Yeah. You'd be almost forcing it. Yeah. Exactly. It. Yeah. And I don't. I don't want to do that to them. Of course. Because <laughs> they're just gonna laugh Big at me disrespect, anyway. Yeah. Big disrespect. <laughs> All right. So. We're talking about vintage wear, in case y'all didn't know. And when it comes to vintage wear, it's like, I find it to be kind of, like you said, it's beneficial in so many ways. You get the drip, you get the look, but you're also helping the environment. Now, I have, have heard a counter argument about that. And what that counter argument is, is that you're taking away from those who can't afford to buy clothes. So... For the people who just do it for fun and for leisure and go to these vintage shops, these thrift stores, there's people that can only afford that and you're taken away from that. So what are, what are your thoughts on that? Not I'm not accusing you of anything of, of that nature because mm -hmm. you're just doing your business. But Yeah, I think that's uh, interesting. Um, I think with anything, if there's supply and demand, yeah, people will jump to it, right? Mm -hmm. So... Um, 
it's this has been my whole life so i really didn't think of it that way okay. which which like to your point like i can understand how that looks so it's almost saying whatever was donated just donate everything back to the people that need it right that's yeah. basically what you're saying yeah um which just the industry never happened like that True. uh because for us we're a retail store yeah but we didn't start the chain so what happens is in a nutshell things are donated yeah and then you see all those bins around yeah uh, in the city yeah um the the bins are owned by a private entity okay and what they do is they sign up for a um donation license or charity license yeah uh and then they can pick up as much as possible mm -hmm. and they sell it off to this big warehouse yeah okay and then that's where we go in and shop okay. so there's already a chain uh happening there so we don't have any power or um or we cannot do anything about that okay um yeah i couldn't really comment on that but yeah. i see what people are saying yeah, I, yeah. I get what I they're get, saying yeah. but i think it comes down to intentions i don't think it's really the person wants to take it away from those people who can only afford it but at the same time there's a lot of wealthy people that you don't know that shop at um like outlets and stuff because mm -hmm. they just want to shop there right in a sense yeah so it's 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 actually interesting i'm gonna think more about this yeah. and uh but like you said we don't have any bad intentions like yeah. we're not doing it because we're trying to take away no. we're trying to make a living ourselves right yeah. and um we we actually do our best to keep cost at bay okay um but reality is a lot of overhead right we have okay. many employees yeah rents high yes yeah, uh, hydro bill yeah. so sometimes like as much as i think about the you know the people that cannot afford yeah we have to survive first for yourself yeah, yeah. but we're doing a lot of good uh, yeah. when it comes to upcycling and yeah. reselling and yeah, just giving a second chance and to you did stuff. mention that you're you're gonna donate proceeds to different um, or uh, nonprofit organizations and whatnot. Yeah, so so the Vintage Depot actually is not part of this uh, project that I'm starting. I'm starting with my friend Earl, uh, and it's called the Upcycle Collective, and that brand is gonna um, donate part of the proceeds yeah. to other charities. Exactly, and like, I commend you because you're just showing me that you're a selfless person. I appreciate like, you, that. Like, Thank you. It's a big deal, especially in our generation. I know that we get a bad rap from all other generations that we're kind of selfish and whatnot. Of course. And I've talked about it on my show before. And I think it's, it's an unfair title in a sense that because there's so many of us that are willing to be selfless, right? Right. Yeah. There's a like, classic uh, slogan would be, there's a few bad apples out there. Yeah. Um, but that's another topic. I really want to get into it yeah. next time if we have a chance. Yeah. But uh, basically, like human nature, I'm big on that, right? Exactly. So like people are selfish right like, yeah like we have to be sometimes right yeah but that's another topic it, yeah, it gets really deep that's when we get yeah. into the philosophical oh that's part. i love that though yeah. but we'll we'll save it for next time another episode another uh, episode let's right. do it <laughs> oh definitely we're doing it probably in the summertime though yeah sure whenever you're good yeah yeah whenever I'm, all right yeah. all right so you mentioned also about the all-star weekend and how this is happening and all that stuff so out of Team LeBron and Team Giannis, who do you think is going to take the cake? Oh, you know what? <laughs> I, okay, personally, I watched the All-Star game, like the, the main game. Yeah. 
just for entertainment entertainment purposes. I don't yeah. really like. I'm not fixated on who's gonna win. Okay. Um, it, it, I'm indifferent about it. Okay. It doesn't really matter, right? It's, if everyone, you think about it, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Like yeah. no one's taking a like this. Yeah. Title. Like Do you this. think they should revert back to the old school way of East and West? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, I, I mean. Again, again, I'm I'm not really focused on that. Like, yeah. I don't have too much opinion about that. Yeah, I just watch it for pure entertainment. Entertainment. Yeah, just yeah. for me. Uh, yeah, for me, I think they should go back to that. And it's not because I love nostalgia, which I do, but it's more or less that if you look at the roster, like the starting five on both teams, there's West and it's East for the starting five mm-hmm. on both teams. So essentially, there's really no point or no merit to have like a team LeBron or a team Giannis. Oh, I see. But I get why they did it in the first place because in years previous, like, there are so many stars on in the West where to the East it would be like unfair. It's a mismatch. Oh, okay. So that's I think that's good. why they changed it up in the first place. Yeah, it's almost like super team yeah, before, right? Yeah, yeah, They yeah. broke it up. Yeah, that's yeah. basically what it was. It was a super yeah. team. Like, no, like I said, I mean, it's all for fun and games. Yeah, like, anyways. I want to see some good dunks. Yeah. I don't care who, if someone's 90 to 60. <laughs> who cares? They're all having fun, right? Yeah, that's very true. So, also, when it comes to basketball, what do you think or where do you think the Raptors are going to do this playoffs? I think they're going to win it again. You think it's back-to-back? Back? I think so. They're playing so good. That's and, true. And, and like last year, yeah. how it, everything unfolded, I don't think we – should have won. No. Nah. Yeah, yeah, you would agree with yeah, that. Right? Agree There's with a few you. injuries, yeah. few lucky shots. Yeah. Um, so using that logic, I think we'd have a chance. Okay. I mean, it's fair to say how well they're playing. What do you think? Uh, I would say that last year, a lot of people, especially the Americans, I know I have a lot of American listeners, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna be careful <laughs> what I say, but they don't really like. The Raptors, they don't really like haters. Talk. They, yeah, they are. Like, I'm on social media and I'm seeing them, and it's like, come on, bro. let's just give Canada some, some prop. Come on, man. some prop. It's our first chip in the whole history of the NBA. That's crazy. If you think about it, how how crazy that was. Aren't you happy? Like, we got to witness that in our lifetime. Honestly, here's the thing: I'm not like a fan of the Raptors, and but I'm I'm more of a fan of like the underdog team and them and I hate the Warriors. The Warriors. I'm so happy that they broke up like that. Yeah, I'm glad. But they're gonna rebuild something. Yeah, they they have some scheming going on. They have some scheming. Like yeah. But here's the thing, like I respect the Raptors now more than ever before. They yeah. have my respect because my res- like my whole thing was like, yo, you just gotta get it done. Get the championship. Gotta get it done, yeah. That's it. And they did it. So I they have my respect. I'm happy that I got to see it in my lifetime, though. 100%. Because that's something you're going to tell your kids. Exactly. Did you go to the parade? Yeah, I did. I almost got popped. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, oh that, that thing <laughs> The happened, shooting, right? yeah. No way. Dude, I was, How like, close? close. I was, like, close enough where I could hear it, and then I almost got trampled. What? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, like, here's the thing, because my plan was just to go down there and at the beginning, when it was at uh, the CNE part, okay, just get a couple pictures and then head on and out. Get, yeah. But my homies wanted to do something else, so they wanted to go to Nathan Phillips Square. So your and homies I, almost got you killed. Yeah. So thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do this here if you guys. <laughs> yeah. It's whatever. But. but you know what I heard also. Yeah. Not to keep it short, 
But um, my friend went, and they he said that a lot of people were like dehydrated. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there was no source of water. Dude, like it wasn't organized properly. Yeah. To me, it doesn't make any sense because they have so many parades in Toronto. Yeah. Do you think though the organizer organizer or sorry organizers thought to that scale that nah, people were showing? Clearly, Maybe that's they did why. Not. Yeah. Because when I when I hopped off the go train, yeah, I had to like push my way all what? the way. It was like bumpered in like, the go train yeah, station. You had to get off, and then as soon as you hit like um, forgot what avenue it was, I like front street, road, sir. yeah, like front street, it was like oh, okay. crowded. So you had to Stunt. maneuver through all the way through. I saw people faint and pass out. I was helping people what? up and all that, stuff, all that stuff. God bless your soul. Yeah, but like. Dude, when I told you, like, when that whole scenario happened, like, it was scary. Like, my cousin lost his shoe and all that stuff. Like, he almost got trampled. Oh, forget the shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget the shoe. Like, yeah. he, like, dude, he was almost on the ground. I was helping people up, trying to get out. Thank God, Like, man. dude, it was hard. Like, I, I couldn't leave anyone behind because I knew how fast they were coming. Because I knew, like, someone, something bad will happen. But my thing is, when you come to these parades, like, it's a joyous occasion. I just don't understand why someone have to do that yeah like it was never that serious but since we're gonna wrap up soon we gotta do this i game called one god to go so essentially my viewers know what it it is because i do it with a lot of the guests but essentially what it is is that i'm giving you four options on a specific topic and then you have to pick three that stay and then one that has to go. It's like kill Mary. Beep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All, right. All right. So we're going to do it this way. If I can think of a, a good a good um, thing. So are you do you watch movies a bit or not really? A little bit, yeah. So I what, just wait for Netflix oh, to yeah. come on the Netflix. True. So what's one thing that you're passionate about? Uh, movies? Like just in oh. general. like. Oh, in general. Because I can give oh, you up wow. that way. Man, that's a philosophical do, question. We can do food. Like yeah. we don't have to be passionate, but like something that yeah, passionate. I'm just oh, I'm passionate about like building brands. Okay, um, I like the process. Okay, yeah, I just All love right. it. And right. food, I love every food. food I'm right. not picky. So okay, this will be good then. This will be good. So we're gonna do one gotta go with food. All right. Okay. So we're gonna say it's gonna be by nationality. Sure, hit me. All right, so we're going to go Korean, we're going to go Chinese, we're going to go Jamaican, and then we're going to go American comfort food, so like fried American. chicken. American. One ha- That's the one that has to go? Yeah. Really? I, I love Jamaican. Yeah, yeah. Like, I eat Akin saltfish every morning, almost. Dude, that's sick. And cow foot. Yeah. Okay, so you that's... You eat cow foot? I, I love Bro, it. I can't taste. I can't take it. Really? Nah. No, it's an acquired taste. Yeah, yeah. It has a, like, a, a, like a taste. The, the, yeah, the taste. Yeah. Like, I like the gravy. I just don't like the gelatinous taste. Yeah. yeah. Texture. So the texture, yeah. So, so yeah, Jamaican cannot go. Okay. Korean, come on. I can't do like, yeah, people like that. I know. You can't sell them out. <laughs> and then, uh, what was the... the uh, I think it was Chinese food. Oh, yeah. Chi- Chinese comfort food, right? Like, okay, yeah. You know, you're 2 a.m., you're hungry. Dude, you're going for that Chinese food, man. Chow mein and all what's that. Your, what's your Chinese spot in, uh, in the city? I actually don't have many. Go to Swato. It's on Spadina. Spadina? Very good. Shout so, like, is it, is it just, like, comfort food or is it, like, dim sum and all that stuff? No, no, it's just, like, regular comfort food. food. They have a little bit of everything. Okay. I'll definitely check that check out. Check it out. I'll definitely check it out. So, we'll do another one. Okay. Okay, so since you like Jamaican food. Oh, I love Jamaican. All right. 
That's Woo. good. So we'll do one. Got to go with that too, and then we'll wrap it up. I'm getting hungry. I am getting hungry too. <laughs> All right. So we got Jamaican patties. Okay. We got mm-hmm. ackee and sawfish, cow fit for you. I know that, and then jerk pork. Jerk pork. Jerk pork. Yeah. Patties. Like I love because the place I go to sells the Michelin. Is it called Michelin? Yeah, they have that. I yeah. Okay. It's so good. Um, have you been I, to Golden Patty? I should though. Where is it, dude? It's, on, it's in Kensington Market. Oh, I go to the King Patty. Yeah, there's there's King Patty, but there's also Golden Patty, bro. It's yeah, crazy. I'm they gonna have check it out. Saltfish patties, bro. Okay, done. Done, done deal, eh? I'm just gonna go the wrong way to, to work <laughs> to get that to go to work. After. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um. Man. Yeah. So it's just strict pork. It's too there's boring. Too boring. It's too boring. Oh, so you're very experimental when it comes to food. I love food. I try every type of food. We are definitely can get along then. Because I'm like that, bro. I'm like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not picking. I'll try any type of food like once. Yeah. I won't, like, I might not have it again. Yeah. I don't like it, but I'll try it once. Yeah. Well, just just like random. Yeah. Do you like pho? Pho noodle? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you, you okay, now I know you. I okay. know who you are. Yeah, exactly. Because right. it's a, it's an acquired taste as well. Yeah. Because they put like parsley and yeah, all, all these herbs. Stuff. So I think it, like for me it's certain textures I can't have. Oh, I see. So like if it tastes really good and the texture matches up with it, then I'll have it. Got it. Very yeah. psychological. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's just okay. my, I'm a always thinking type no, of guy. Quick, my, uh, quick story. Yeah. I have a friend that has to chew like million times because he feels that it won't go down his throat. I know that sounds bad, but like yeah, he feels it's that it's psychological some, to some people. Yeah. Well, the more you know. All right, so you know. plug your social media where they can find you, where you uh, they can hit you up, DM you, all that stuff. Yeah, of course. I'll keep it short. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we have a lot of vintage collection uh, streetwear, all the brands you can think of. Uh, on Instagram, we're at Vintage Depot Canada, uh, and then we were talking about the upcycling brand. Uh, we're just starting up. Yeah. It's called at the Upcycled Collective. Okay. Check us out. On all platforms? No, just Instagram for now. Just Instagram? Yeah. Okay. So definitely you hit them up. I follow them anyways, the Vintage Depot. Appreciate so that. I follow them. Hey, guys, my guy. Trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me. Like, I have okay, to. Okay, okay. I have to, I have to. So I follow them. So you, if you guys can't find it on Instagram, you can just find them on who I follow as well. And then make sure you guys hit them up. I thank you very much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you for thank you for doing this. I appreciate and definitely, it. we're gonna do another collab on his channel, and I'm gonna come back and do some YouTube stuff. Hundred percent. Right. So thank you, then thank you once again, David, for hopping on the show. This is a swap experience with your boy DD. We're signing off. Remember, y'all stay swap. So just chill, just chill till the next episode.